worst bestsellers, where we watched a romantic comedy infomercial so you don't have to. I'm Kate. And I'm Renata. And for this bonus episode, we watched Christian Mingle the Movie. Joining us to discuss our sponsor's propaganda is Rebecca, podcast editor and drunk on a Tuesday. Hey, yo. <laughs> I'm a little drunk on a Tuesday, too. <laughs> I'm super drunk on a Tuesday because I had that gin drink on top of Bud Light Strawberry Margarita with a twist contains alcohol. <laughs> so right off the bat, I want to say two things. <laughs> Bare minimum, two things. Uh, the first thing is, this is our our uh, first milestone goal hit episode. That's not the term for it. Dare you say I'm drunk? Anyway. Uh, our first goal on Patreon yes. was to watch and record an episode based on this movie, which all of you listeners have been telling us about pretty frequently since it came out at the end of 2014, yes. which we appreciate in our souls. I don't. Well, so side... Yeah, sorry, Becca. You got dragged in here. Uh, so, yeah, people kept being like, oh my god, did you guys know there's a Christian Mingle movie? You're gonna watch it? You're gonna watch it? And we were like, yeah, sometime probably. And then tonight, as we were watching it, I tweeted a few things about it, and multiple people replied, what now? There's Christian Mingle the movie? And I was like, everyone, get on our level. Like, come on. And then the second thing is that when, so we all, like, watch this movie together on a Tuesday, and we were gonna try to, like, spruce it up and make a smallish party out of it, so we were like, oh, what should we, like, eat to go with it? And I read the podcast, no, the movie summary on <laughs> Wikipedia, and it mentioned they go on a, a mission trip to Mexico, which right off that was like, oh, that's gonna be shitty. But also, I was like, oh, let's get burritos and canned margaritas, because we're classy. <laughs> so, that's what we're mostly drunk on. And uh, that movie, they did not go to Mexico. I mean, they went to Mexico <laughs> twice. They don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> they went to, like, a parking lot. It went to Los Angeles. In it. They went to Los Angeles. <laughs> they hired a donkey for two whole days of shooting. And they did not have the ASPCA confirm that they did not harm that donkey. <laughs> we watched the whole credits. God confirmed it. That, that donkey is not doing okay. Uh, okay. So that's the main important things that I had to say right away. Oh, I got derailed, and I never said thank you to, <laughs> to our Patreon patrons who helped us meet this goal. And so this episode is not exclusive to them, because, you know, we know how digital files work. If somebody, I don't care, well, it's out on the feed. You can listen to it even if you did not donate to our, patri our Patreon. But uh, it's because of our Patreon supporters that this is here. And, if, and listening, if listening to this, you're like, what quality episode? <laughs> oh my gosh, how can I, how can I get more, more of these? <laughs> then head on over to patreon.com slash worst bestsellers, where you too can pledge to buy us alcohol so that we will watch shitty Netflix movies and talk about them for like half an hour for uh, you. I have, I have so much to say, you guys. <laughs> uh, okay, so thank you, Patreon supporters, for making us watch this movie, which is still streaming on Netflix if you hear about this and want to watch it. You don't want to watch it. You don't. It is... It, it is... Okay. So, As someone who has seen a lot of Hallmark movies, because my parents goddamn love them, 
<laughs> oh my god, Hallmark movies like deserve Oscars. Yeah, compared yeah. to this, this is this is not Hallmark. <laughs> this needs to get on Hallmark's level. Yeah, because it just. It, I don't even know how to describe it. I mean, I guess I could describe it by telling you the plot of the yeah, movie. Yeah, we're gonna do it. But yeah, like, even compared to, like, Christmas shoes, was that Hallmark, or who made the Christmas shoes? I don't know, they're all the same kind Hallmark. of thing. Anyway, anyway, the Christmas shoes was infinity times better than this, and Rob Lowe was in that, so... Yeah. Um, this is basically, essentially, a long, weird infomercial for ChristianMingle.com. Uh, it's a story about... Gwyneth, who is in her, like, early 30s and is the last of her friends to get engaged and is miserable about it and has gone on all these shitty dates with shitty guys. Who, who don't know where Francis. is. Don't at all. And, like, <laughs> literally the date that opens the movie, she's talking to the guy, like, a bachelorette party of hot girls comes in and he's like, oh, I saw someone I know. I'll be right back. And gets up from the conversation with her to go, like, make out with all of them. It is... And he's not even that good looking. The Gwyneth is Lacey Chabert, and she's looking pretty good. Like, and they kind of act like she's ugly, like she has to find a good photo and she's really worried about it. She looks gorgeous, even though she keeps wearing blankets all the time as, like, sweaters. It cannot hide that she is very beautiful. <laughs> But I think, uh, I know we're, like, two minutes in the movie, and I'm derailing already, but... How not like you. I know. <laughs> I think that this movie functions very much as, like, a psychological sequel to Mean Girls, where her character, like, because Lacey Shepard's character, Gwyneth, only has three friends, just like in Mean Girls, and they're all terrible to her, her all the time. Gretchen starts with a G. Yeah. yeah. What's her Gwyneth? last name in this movie? Who cares? <laughs> the initials were on the wall, Wieners. though. Oh, yeah, Was right. it WGW? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, you're right! You're right. No, it was H. It was H. Oh, I was like, it was H. <laughs> That's how you say it. Uh... <laughs> And then, like, she's so indecisive, and she's so, like, decides to just fake being a Christian. Which is just... Spoilers! Okay, we'll get that. We'll get that. So it just feels like she is someone who has always been told what to do by Regina George, and now she's just, like, adrift. And she's like, I guess this is what humans do. I don't know. She definitely has no personality. No. At all. There's, like, I couldn't tell you what her likes or interests were other than... Men. Pretending to be Christian and men. Yeah. Well, yeah, she wanted to be married. Yeah, so spoiler alert, um, she's sitting at home being miserable one night and sees a commercial for christianmingle.com and then the next night she's sitting home being miserable again and she sees another commercial so she's just like fuck it i'm gonna go for it goes to christianmingle.com makes a profile where when it asks what congregation she belongs to she puts god's church with no capitalization and no apostrophe <laughs> so actually, she works in advertising so actually so lowercase g-o-d-s no apostrophe she actually describes some sort of like pagan uh arrangement there i don't, I don't think that's what she's going for yeah, that's yeah what she I, guess, did. I guess that's true yeah um, so she she ends up getting matched with this totally bland dude with no personality. She gets matched with Paul Ryan, is what. <laughs> Who, they go out for coffee, and she's, like, already... Never man, met a man named Wood. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that whole fucking... I forgot. It's, like, the most <laughs> awkward date. They have no chemistry. Listen, it's not even, like, no chemistry. It just starts, like, it basically starts with her get them getting to coffee, though. <laughs> and it starts with him asking if she wants a cookie and her being like, no, it'll go to my chin. 
But then, yes, I do want a cookie. Like, And so then he gets coffee and, and a cookie, and she prays over the coffee like a good Christian would. Yeah. And the whole time he knows he should leave, you can see it in his eyes. <laughs> his dead little eyes. <laughs> but he doesn't. And, like, meanwhile, at her work with her one black friend and her weird boss who dresses like a ship admiral. Her weird boss who is Stephen Tobolowski. Yeah, that's important. From Clueless. <laughs> Who's in Clueless? The, um... I've never actually seen Clueless, so I couldn't tell you. I just know him as a Sammy Jenkins and Memento. <laughs> I and many other that. things. He is a big... He's, he's been her dad, in the right? Things. He's her dad, right? Now, now I'm like... Maybe. I don't no. know. You're, you're asking he's the wrong not person. Clueless. Isn't and, he? Or he's not her dad. Who is he? Or is he the teacher? He's the, is he the teacher? He's definitely not her dad. Because I'm picturing dad? her dad. It's been a minute since I've seen Clueless. From the trailer, which is my experience with Clueless. If he's not in Clueless, you have to delete those. It's too <laughs> Oh, no. This is like when I left in the time you guys talked about the picture, the wrong picture in the, in the museum in Barrowman's book. Oh, uh, yeah. And you know I was what? like, you guys are talking wrong the whole time. And Kate's like, I know. <laughs> we did issue a tweet retraction. I saw. I saw. You keep talking. I'm okay. Like, oh, she's looking through so... Stephen Tobolowsky's entire filmography. <laughs> I, I should have looked at Clueless and gone back to <laughs> So, um, they have this brand new client who's super important who has made a little blue pill to help with male baldness. It cures bald- baldness. Mm, I was thinking of Wallace Shawn. Never mind. Okay. Yeah, that's Delete different. myself. All right. Um, Sorry, it's in there now. We talked around it too much. And it's just, like, weird. It really doesn't have anything to do with anything. It just comes back a couple times. And... For a hot second, we thought that dude was Jesus. He's we not. Did. He isn't. He's just... He's just, um... Weird. What's his fucking name? Diners, drive-ins, and... Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri's weird cousin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, which, if you're Guy Fieri's weird cousin, you gotta be pretty weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like he's the normal cousin, actually, probably. Because he yeah. was just like, hey, I'm just an older dude who's in a leather jacket with, like, perfect white hair that God grew for me, <laughs> but also these pills. <laughs> which, if, of the two, <laughs> that's pretty normal. has yeah. been in everything, by he the has, way. He has. He has. He isn't justified... <laughs> Anyway, right. sidebar. I will link to that. <laughs> we'll put in the, uh, the link dump Stephen Tobolowsky's entire filmography. <laughs> uh, so she keeps going on these dates with this guy and, like, keeps faking being Christian. She buys herself some Christian earrings. She takes him to a sushi restaurant, and he's like, yeah, sushi, and, like, almost pukes eating one piece of tuna. Because he's never had sushi before because Christians don't eat fish i guess yeah he was just straight up eating the christian mingle logo and um nothing about any other dates makes it seem like they have anything in common they like each other at all yeah they have no more chemistry than the first bad date and i guess he's like slightly more attractive than the first guy but he's not like they're the same kind of boring white guy yeah yeah like same exact face and haircut First guy was in a suit, and that's how you know he's a douchebag. Yeah. He was in khakis, and that's how you know he's a Christian. <laughs> he takes her to his Bible study, so she, like, goes... She keeps going to the bookstore, when she signs up for her profile, she goes to the bookstore and buys um, Christianity for Dummies and the Bible for Dummies. And a lightly used Bible. And a lightly used Bible. Then before her Bible study, she, like, cracks them both open and her Bible to, like, brush up on biblical shit. 
and goes to Bible study where she's super awkward and it's with these like two Stepford Christian couples and her boyfriend's like childhood best friend who's very clearly in love with him and it's just super awkward the whole time. She keeps trying to like casually drop in the Bible verses that she memorized but they don't really like apply. Yeah, and it just, like, doesn't go well. And they keep saying, like, oh, like, you have to be yourself. And, you know, she's still trying to be, like, a perfect Christian. He invites her to his church, which we're going to get to the best part with that. <laughs> he invites her to his church to meet his parents. So she goes out and buys, like, a beige skirt, a beige sweater, a beige blouse, beige cross shoes. earrings. She has the cross earrings already at that oh. point. <laughs> and Puts on some sensible pearls and a nice bun. Goes to church. <laughs> and her, her three mean girls friends are with her at what seems to be like a fancy Goodwill. And they're like, Christians don't have to wear beige. And she's like, I just want to fit in. And it's really weird. Yeah. Um, so, but after they go to church, <laughs> they go to their after church outing, which is to a restaurant called Steaks and Cakes. Yes. And her... Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Paul is like, do you want to go to Steaks and Cakes? And she's like, what's that? And th everyone is like, what? Wait, you don't know what Steaks, steaks and Cakes? And, oh. oh, man. I understand why they would say that. And you then, would think it's a restaurant. Okay, well, it is a restaurant. Apparently, we looked it up. It does not live up to the Steaks and Cakes of the movie. Yeah, they're, but the set dressing, like, they didn't seem to have no. a restaurant available. It looks like it literally was a church kitchen. And or, like, so, filmed in someone's breakfast nook. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, at first, I thought, is this a restaurant chain or something? Or is this, like, a church potluck type thing called Steaks, Steaks and Cakes? Which sounds legit. <laughs> but it was a restaurant. Where they bring you a, like, 9 by 13 tray piled high with the same cut of steak 40 times over and then also seven whole cakes and it is the dream you guys it's the dream like no, no side dishes no nothing for the table. they wouldn't even drinks they all had water which i'm sure they had to bring themselves because there is only steaks and cakes at steaks and cakes and there's only two tables at steaks and cakes which are entirely filled by this family and there was like maybe one staff person who we never really saw their face. Just, like, things appeared. Maybe it was a dream. <laughs> I mean, it's my dream, but... Same. Is Steaks and Cakes real to the reality of this movie? <laughs> Steaks and Cakes was the highlight of the movie. It was. We missed the entire conversation they were having because we were just like, is this a real place where we can go? And eat several steaks, also some cakes. <laughs> well, at the end of it, the whatever she said, she like didn't pass the steaks and cakes test because afterward, the mom of Paul was like, "She's hiding something. I don't know what, but she is hiding something." Well, part of how she doesn't. The one thing from the conversation that I did catch is that they talk about this like mission project oh, in Mexico yes. where they're rebuilding this church that was destroyed from something. I don't know. We were talking about the probably steaks and God's wrath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, they're like, yeah, like, it's going to be great. Like, we're going to rehang the bell. It's going to be awesome. And metaphors or something. And then she's like, yeah, like, so how long does that take? And they're like, a month. And she's like, you're, we're going to Mexico for a month and you've never mentioned it. And you're leaving in, like, a week. And everyone, it's, like, super awkward. And yeah. hastily shove steaks and or cakes <laughs> in their mouth. Just a whole cake. <laughs> 
and, uh, yeah, so then his, the next day, like, his mom calls, and she's like, well, how was I supposed to know you didn't tell her you were leaving for an entire month? Which, fair point, mom. Yes. And then... Who was the mom? The mom was somebody. Uh, Morgan Fairchild. Morgan Fairchild. Uh, yes. Who was in Clueless? Was she sharing Clueless? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Definitely. Okay, great. <laughs> and, and Pam was Pam was uh, Stacy Dash, and, oh, Jesus. and everyone in this movie was clueless. <laughs> Pam was not Stacy Dash. I can make jokes, but I've never seen clueless. So. Uh, um, Paul so. Rudd. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's name was Paul. <laughs> Oh, serial killer chalkboard is lighting up, you guys. <laughs> Drunk on a Tuesday. When, how did you this rabbit hole go? When I say that, it makes perfect sense, but I realize that objectively it does not. I don't know what the fuck that meant. <laughs> I was just, I just like, was like, oh. You know, like when you're a serial killer and you have a bore early picture. <laughs> <laughs> I'm neither a serial killer, never seen a serial killer who has a chalkboard that lights up. Chalkboards, most chalkboards, not wired for light and or sound. <laughs> That's what I realized. <laughs> dedication <laughs> um oh my god no okay so if you are like a, a cop and you're trying to catch a serial killer oh do you I mean like it. the red string board with yes. all the pins yes, yes. blackboard yes. 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 yes nor does the serial killer have it it is the cops yeah, you so, gotta watch a few more episodes of criminal minds if you want to step into this house and play serial killer is the adjective and <laughs> Can we diagram this into us? Hang on. We'll post it in the link down. <laughs> I just keep thinking, this Carol? <laughs> I don't even go there. I know, but it's so good. <laughs> That's the one thing you did right. <laughs> Always Sunny, you did that one episode where Carol Day is trying to figure out who Carol is. <laughs> Um, okay, but so you have that board with all, like, I often think of my mind as being, like, one of those boards, because I'm always making stupid-ass connections, and, like, when I, and then, like, in my brain, it, like, lights up. It's like, how the <laughs> Steven Toblowski pin starts pinging for no reason? He's not in Clueless. It's not a good board. <laughs> I had to, like, hang it to make it light up, and it just, like, it's not good. <laughs> So they go to Mexico. Yeah, so, so, well, they, they the family, the goes, family to goes to Mexico. She is all like, oh, I'm so sad that my boyfriend's in Mexico and pissed at me. And also, yeah, we're in a fight. Not even so sad. Yeah. We're in a fight now. And her friend Pam. They're broken up also? No, no, they're, no, 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 you're right. They're, they're just, just in a fight. fight. Yeah. And her friend Pam keeps being like, why the fuck Her friend you? Pam from work, which is different from her Mean Girls friends. Yes. Yeah. yeah. This is her friend Pam from work, who is the one black person in this film for most of the film. Yeah. And they 
inexplicably only dress her in neutrals. Yeah, yeah. it's very... It is very... She has wears the same suit, like, three times. All of the other scenes, I feel like they shot them all within the same, like, 30 minutes and then spliced them up. And, like, in between, they'd be like, okay, everyone change your tie. We don't have time for a full costume change. You just change your blazer, but keep your shirt. It was very weird. Yeah. It was so weird. Um, but Pam is like, why are you on this site? Like, it's for Christians to find other Christians. Like, you're pulling one over on this kid. Well, you're an asshole. Also, meanwhile, I guess she hasn't been doing any actual work at her job. So when the baldness guy Lying Pierre's... about being Christian is a full-time <laughs> commitment. She's not even doing it. Good. <laughs> this is how I do all my jobs, so it's fine. When Guy Fieri's cool cousin comes back and he's like, so what What are your plans for my baldness pill? She, like, literally is like, oh, I have a million, and opens her empty notebook and, like, makes up two shitty plans off the top of her head. One yeah. of which is guns. The other other one is Jesus. Yes. One is we'll call your product Bullet, and the others will call your product Heaven's Rain. And then she dumps the bottle of pills over Stephen Tobolsky's head, which seemed important. Yes. But obviously, like, they think those are <laughs> shitty, and they're mad at her for not doing a good job at her job, and she's mad at her boyfriend and doesn't know what she's doing in her life, and her friend Pam is like, maybe you should focus on getting your shit together. And then her boyfriend calls from Mexico and says, I think you should come here to Mexico. And she's like, that sounds like the better idea. Pam, peace player. Yeah. Like, literally leaves that day for Mexico, despite knowing it's a mission trip. Where they're building a church, because it's been discussed at Steaks and Cakes. Yes. Uh She's only packed, like, sundresses, flip-flops, and sun hats. Yeah. So everyone else is in their mission khakis and matching t-shirts, and she's in, like, very cute but inappropriate sundresses. And she doesn't fit in well with all the other good Christian women, and her, the mom, his, Paul's mom still doesn't like her, so when they're doing their, like, catechism lessons for the mission children, (laughs) a little girl named Maria asks a question, and she's like, I think that Gwyneth should answer this question. Ask a question in Spanish, when the mom is only communicating in English. Yes. Somehow, miraculously, she understands, but does not deign to speak Spanish to this child. Yes. And then it's like, Gwyneth, why don't you answer this question? And Gwyneth is like, I don't know Spanish. Yeah, and the question is, why does God let bad things happen? Which is chapter one in Christianity for Dummies. It's like, that's the first thing you ask any Christian when you're a non-believer. It's the question we're all asking right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm out of strawberry. (laughs) Sorry, guys, too real, too real. (laughs) So she, like, fumbles it, and everyone else is super judgy, and they have to, like, swoop in and rescue her. And it's... Doesn't, like, Kelly answers a question in, like, very white Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, okay. <laughs> and, I don't know, something happens and they find her Christianity for Dummies book, which she brought with her. Well, because she was running late, and so... Is that what fi- happened? I stopped paying attention. To find an outfit, she, like, opens her suitcase, entire... dumped the entire thing out, instead of just, like, grabbing whatever's on top. So then, like, Christian Mingle for du- or Christianity for Christian Dummies. Christian Mingle for Dummies. Christian Mingle for Dummies is just Step like one, lie about <laughs> Step two, get you a good Christian boy. <laughs> Step three, steaks and cakes. <laughs> oh, God, I need this book. Or steaks. But yeah. Or cakes. 
so he confronts her about being Christian and she's like, yeah, okay, so I really wasn't Christian. I lied. But hey, like, we met each other and we really like each other. For some reason. Like, Jesus is pretty great, I'm discovering. And he's, like, so hurt. And they have, like, the most weird, slow motion, no emotion argument slash breakup where, like, they're very clearly talking about how she lied to him and completely fabricated her entire background, but no one's really mad. They're just having, like, a normal conversation between two people. And they're then at not the mad. End, they're just disappointed. He's just uh-huh. kind of like, yeah, like, I'm really hurt, and I think that, you know, I need to think about this. And she's like, yeah, wow, like, that sucks. I guess I'll see you later. I'm- I guess I flew to Mexico for you for nothing. By the way, they never specify where in Mexico it is. Anything at all beyond Mexico. Because yes. all of Mexico is the same. Yeah. So you she... put that donkey in the background, you know it's Mexico. Uh-huh. <laughs> so she goes back to L.A. or wherever the fuck she is, suburban Los Angeles. Yeah, where were they, though? Because he had, like, a southern accent. I didn't notice I him was... having an accent. No, like, he had some kind of something. I, I didn't really notice it either. He had a very fuck, strong non-regional dialect, in yeah. fact. He talked weird. He talked like a newscaster. God damn it. You're from the Midwest, I'm sorry. <laughs> you talk weird. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Let's dial this back, y'all. <laughs> they're, they're from, like, generic Southern California. That's never really specified. So she goes back to generic Southern California and tells Pam, and Pam's like, well, because you fucking lied about being Christian. Like, you're dumb. And while she's sad and wandering the streets, also, Corbin Burnson, who directed the movie, is... And wrote it. And wrote it. Oh, my God, Corbin Burnson. <laughs> I know Psych is over, I know Psych is over, but you gotta find something else to fill your days. Write the J-Date movie, bro. (laughs) So betrayed right now. Write the Tinder movie. Oh my god. He's like her bike, her bike... Her Christian bike shop. Yeah, her bike breaks every goddamn day. And I we don't never see her ride a bike, do we? No, we, <laughs> we were the one. We the one that's true. Which she is a laptop why I don't basket. think she lives in L.A. because there's like one car there. Well, I don't think it's L.A. itself. I think it's like generic suburban Southern California. Okay. But yeah, so she, like, he's a good Christian and he, like, fell in love with his wife in high school and she died. But, like, Jesus, yay. He also plays the Christian Mingle commercial in his bike shop. Who wouldn't? <laughs> I mean, I guess it just happened to be on TV, but also, why is there a TV in your bike shop? But then, well, how many bikes do you have working to fix on bike in LA? LA and... Don't you know about podcasts, bro? Come on. <laughs> no. <laughs> they don't even know about side dishes. Okay? <laughs> so get the Midwest. Wait, over also, there. <laughs> so she the only places she goes are the bike shop all the goddamn time, her work, her apartment, which is above the clock watch shop. <laughs> Wait, we was really it? were waiting to be a bigger contender than it was, which was not a contender at all. Yeah, it could you could have done something metaphorical there, but nope. Yeah. It was just always there with the lights always on no matter what time it was. <laughs> Not a good business model. No. So she's like sad wandering around generic <laughs> Southern California and sees a strip mall black church with like everyone is welcome written on the door. So she goes in. They could not even get enough black people in this movie to fill the black church. It is half black people, half punky looking white people and half just regular white people. That's three halves, but okay. Well, whatever. 
<laughs> her, her her serial killer board is not good at fractions. Okay. <laughs> um, and so like she discovers Jesus, and she like she actually does care about Jesus. At one point before that, she goes to throw away her Bible, and um, and her Oscar the Grouch crashed. Christianity for Dummies books in, like, yeah, an Oscar the Grouch trash can. It is an aluminum can with a top in her kitchen. Yes, and there's no bag in it either. And no other trash. It was just there. That's her Bible trash can. It's just there for her roommate, Oscar the Grouch. (laughs) I looked up Christian Mingle the movie on IMDb to see if it says where it's set and other questions, and there's one goof listed, and the goof is... Gwyneth says a prayer thanking God for bringing Paul and I together. It should be Paul and me. Oh my God. <laughs> Thank you for the important goof. That I can't believe we failed to mention that actually before. Like, the most important problem with this movie. <laughs> so she eventually, after, you know, finding Jesus and like finding out that Pam is actually, is also a Christian, but, like, she never knew because Pam dresses so normal and doesn't wear a cross and you know what? doesn't talk about Jesus all the time. But hold up, though, because Pam only wears beige, and Gwyneth thinks that Christians only wear yeah, beige. that was the so big she sign. She should have realized. She should have put it together. She should have understood. <laughs> and she learns that she can be Christian and still be herself and wear her weird sweater blanket sweaters and like her color <laughs> multicolored tights and high heels and like she can still love Jesus so she goes to find Paul and finds that uh, in the meantime he has gotten together with his best friend who was in love with him Kelly and she's like oh great excellent wonderful I found Jesus uh great and she asks to meet with Paul privately later for coffee and she tells him like look I think that you play it too safe like Obviously, we're broken up, and I don't care about that, but, like, you don't do anything exciting. Like, you're dating this girl who I know you don't even like because we had a conversation about it, and you told me you don't even like her. Like, dude, do something with your life. And he's like, I'm so offended. I never want to see you again. And... Said to her twice, I'll pray for you, which is the real shutoff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit, girl. (laughs) So she's real sad, and... I don't know, something happens that gives her an epiphany that what she really needs to do is quit her job, which she finds unfulfilling, and move down to the Mexican village where they built the church to teach school. So she does. She does not speak Spanish. No, I mean, she speaks a little bit more than she did, but she still, like, needs to make the kids speak in English. She's like, no, say in English. You know what, I was gonna say, and is she even a qualified teacher? And then I remembered she is, because at some point she revealed that she went to school to become a teacher, and then she couldn't find a job as a teacher, so she started working in advertising, which I just feel like there are more teaching jobs available than advertising. These Americans coming to Mexico, stealing all the jobs. (laughs) (laughs) so while she's like teaching and the girl oh that's what happens maria the girl who asked her why god does bad things to good people writes her a letter and says thank you so much for helping to build our church it's beautiful god is great thanks for teaching me about him here's a picture and she realizes looking at the picture that her true calling in life is to go teach school to these poor mexican children yeah 
And she does that. And then somebody, when she's teaching, another kid runs in and says, like, oh, like, you have to come to the church right now. So she does. And Paul is there. And his hair is a little ruffled. And his shirt is unbuttoned. Like, he's wearing, like, a flannel shirt over a T-shirt. So clearly he's mellowed out. Clearly. And he admits that, like, he's always been in love with her and God wants them to be together or something. And... They are in love. The end. And then in the credits, he proposes to her. Yes. In The movie started with, like, pictures of oh, Christian Mingle couples proposing to each other. So it ends with a picture of him proposing to her. Well, let's, break down, let's break down the credit sequence. Because, <laughs> like, it's like, we're kissing in this Mexican church. Credits roll. The main cast's lame names get listed. Then all of a sudden, we're back in the movie, and the voiceover comes back, which is like, let's not do that. And they're sitting on a couch, and she's like making fun of how he's probably growing bald. <gasps> yes, and then we thought he was good. We thought she was going to mention those baldness pills, but, but she, she was doesn't. Just kind of, just you know, like remember how that was a plot point that we didn't wrap up. In case you forgot, let's bring it back for you. Credits come back again, <laughs> and, then, and then after that, it pops up again, and that's when he's proposing to her. And then after all of the credits end, there's a random cut to two of the extra in the Mexican scene. Yes. Just waving. Just, yeah, waving and saying adios. Yep. So that was the whole movie. Then Ferris Bueller shows <laughs> <laughs> And then Nick Fury comes <laughs> to recruit the little Mexican girl. <laughs> oh, so much better. <sighs> Would watch. Yeah. Would so watch. this is what you've done to us with your money. Yeah, great job. Yeah. Like, like I... I just, like, I'm just so confused still because he's so bland and they have no chemistry and don't seem to like each other. And, like, I guess I assumed it would be more like, like, she meets this great guy and, you know, he's wonderful and sweeps her off her feet and she has to lie about being Christian. But, n no, that's not really what happened at all. Like, they keep being, like, making jokes and, they like, the other person laughs at them. But they're jokes that, like, my seven-year-old nephew would just, like give me side eye if I made them at him because they were not funny. And they're like, oh, it's so cute. You're so funny. And it's like, you're just boring people. Yeah, almost any time a character has to say, you're so funny, it's like, oh, no, they're, like, if you're actually funny, you don't have to label it. People just know. Yeah. What was the knock-knock joke she told? He was like, oh, my God, that's so cute. She was like, knock-knock, who's there? Heaven... Like, haven't you missed me or something yeah, like that? Yeah, that was And he it. was like, oh, let's get married. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, no. Let's get steaks and cakes. <laughs> By the way, there is a fine, fine Midwestern chain called Steak and Shake, which what I really want to go there now, but I can't. And I can't Hashtag go to steaks. you live here now. I know. I can't go to steaks and cakes either. I mean, would you want to go to Steaks and yeah. Cakes? Yeah, I well, feel like you could only... Well, just for cake. I could take a whole cake. <laughs> we'd like we'd get you the cake shaped like a steak. <laughs> you guys, what if Lex Luthor went to Steaks <laughs> <laughs> real deep cut. That would be terrible. <laughs> 40 steaks and 40 cakes. That's the dream. <laughs> We'll link to it if you don't know what the oh fuck I'm talking about. Get on Tumblr. <laughs> if that's not lighting up your chalkboard. <laughs> Jesus. So this movie was 
terrible, like, not even by terrible movie standards enjoyable. It was just so boring and so dumb. And only our friend Strawberryita got us through it. <laughs> um, I will, yeah, like, I thought it would be, like, cringy, and I thought I was gonna be, like, cringing on behalf of, like... Corbin Burnson, I guess, but it was mostly cringing on behalf of the characters. Like, it was so uncomfortable. They were all so unhappy, <laughs> except for Pam. Pam stood in her truth. She knew what she was about. Yeah. It was fine. I want to watch the Pam spinoff. Yeah. Pam doing her work and fucking Gwyneth's work because Gwyneth is too busy yep. learning how to be Christian to do her job. Like, I yeah, guess I'll they, just write this whole campaign. They only have And then she one saves the world's men from baldness. <laughs> Yeah, it seemed like you only had one client in, like, weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and she did nothing. They were inexplicably at that office, like, two white dudes who looked, like, almost identical, where they both had, like, yeah. the same, like, mustache a 13-year-old boy would grow, and both wore, like, Argyle sweaters, and it was just never explained. It was like, did two awkward brothers just go into advertising together? <laughs> Listen, God works in mysterious ways. Which one of them was Jesus? <laughs> Pam was Jesus. That's true. Yeah. Really. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. It, it was... I'm, I'm still not sure what the takeaway is. If the takeaway is supposed to be anyone, even cool people can be Christian, or... I think it was supposed to be, like, just be yourself, but that's not be, what it be was. Be yourself, but Christian. Yeah. <laughs> I will say version of yourself. I will say when we were sort of talking about watching this back when I was sober, uh, not like, not like in my life, (laughs) just like temporarily sober. (laughs) Um, I was a little worried that like, given the political climate and like whatever, that we would come away just like God, like the you know the Christian right, like blah. And I don't. I'm not like angry because it wasn't even coherent do you know what i mean like i didn't feel like this was a movie that was it it never it never (laughs) felt condemning of other lifestyles more just like but christianity is the path to happiness right do we have any other thoughts on this don't don't watch it don't watch it yeah also get a new sponsor where it's bestsellers yeah can we like like can we close the book on this, on the, on the Christian Mingle joke. I mean, I'm, 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 I feel like we fulfilled our duty. To Christian Mingle? Yeah. Maybe that should be, like, uh, we should take suggestions. For, like, what should our new ironic sponsor be? <laughs> <laughs> Tweet us your suggestions, guys. Well, to make a new header for Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have, I have the header we use for Patreon. That one doesn't say Christian Mango? No. Okay, great. <laughs> Important shop talk. Important. <laughs> Guys, we, like, uh, Glenna, we work in advertising, but we're not good at it, so... <laughs> we're gonna get fired by Stephen Tobolowski. <laughs> Which, she never got fired, and I think she should have. They never really explained the whole Admiral thing. There was a lot, there was a lot in this movie that was just kind of left dangling. Wait, do you think he was a Scientologist? Because of because Elrod Hubbard was an admiral and he would dress like an admiral, and that's why Maybe. she had to leave to become Christian. I'm going with that. <laughs> <laughs> this is clearly. I think it's probably a stronger up to be like, oh, she's at sea. <gasps> nope. Nope. <laughs>
<laughs> this is not lighting up Becca's serial killer board at all. <laughs> I can see it in her eyes. She didn't read Going Clear. <laughs> I didn't read any of the Scientology books because I don't like you guys that much, to be honest. <laughs> Going Clear is actually really good. We're not Scientologists. That's fine. I'm still not going to read it. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess you're the one who's out to see, you suppressive person. <laughs> I'm not going to edit that joke out so everyone can just hear the dead silence that followed it. Usually when your jokes don't land, I cut them out for your sake, but nope, I'm keeping it. How dare you, Becca? All my jokes land all the time. <laughs> I could make a super cut. Oh, I yeah, disagree with that. <laughs> all right. Any other thoughts? No, now people are like, oh, fuck, this is the stuff they kept. <laughs> they should know what they're supporting. Uh, no, right. no thoughts. All right. Thoughtless. Well, thank you, Patreon supporters, for giving us money every month so that we could afford these strawberitas mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and burritos that we ate while subjecting ourselves to this movie. Oh, shit. We should have Instagrammed them or something, but we ate them, like, immediately. Yeah. yeah like, I don't even think the opening credits were done. And we were like, thanks for these burritos. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Lord. You guys know what burritos look like, though. Unless you live in uh, Chris Harrison's romance novel. That's true. Then maybe you don't. <laughs> but probably you know what a burrito is. Yes. <laughs> um, thanks to Becca for being in the house <laughs> and watching this. <laughs> thanks to Becca for shutting down my jokes. <laughs> what I do. <laughs> Thanks to steaks and also cakes for existing. <laughs> if a uh, new Patreon goal, if you pledge like $10,000 a month, uh, we will totally open our the first steaks and cakes franchise. I think $10,000 a month is the ruthless.com goal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if you pledge $12,000 a month, we will open the first steaks and cakes franchise. Steaks and cakes is a franchise, though. Did we just establish this? It's a real restaurant that well, exists everywhere. Saying, we would, op- open, well, we would open our own yes, here. But it's open. not as good. It's not the steaks and cakes. In the well, we can make it whatever we want. <laughs> I don't think so. There's probably a book that comes when you open a franchise. It'll be, it'll be just like in Fresh Off the Boat when he steals the franchise book for the other steakhouse and then opens his own steakhouse instead. Just like that. But with Just cakes. like that. But, but with, with cakes. cakes as well and no side dishes. <laughs> so, thanks. Bye. 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 <laughs>